a lot of people are scared to invest into Facebook ads. But see, I took that thousand dollars I had on my personal bank account, my youth account, and just spent it all on Facebook. I had no idea what I was doing. I was learning from YouTube and stuff like that, like courses. And I made, I didn't, I didn't find a winner product or profit on So I kind of lost it all. And then I came across this opportunity. That, that was like my point that I was like, I don't think entrepreneurship is for me because like, think about it, my mom was shocked too. I had a thousand in my bank, I worked the whole summer rapping on these games and I just blew it all. And I'm Brandon Johns. Today we've got Nino. He's 16 years old. He's an e-commerce expert. He's killing the game. And I, I don't want to go dive into too much uh, about what he's doing. I want Nino to kind of you know talk about um, kind of who you are, if people, because so a lot of people don't know who you are and kind of what you're doing. Yes, and also like we connected through um, Anthony, Anthony from Disrupt, and yeah. um, he put us in a group chat on Instagram. He's like, I think you guys should like connect a little bit. So we did. We chopped it up, and I was like, bro, let's do it. He's like, uh, I think, did Anthony say you should be on a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I hit him up, I was like, let's do it. And so here we are. I have no clue. I've never heard, like, we just, this is, like, up in the air, brand new, just came uh, just came about. And um, hopefully you can bring some value here. We can bring some value to the audience and then jam a little bit. So um, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to give you, like, a couple minutes, and we may interrupt, ask some more questions. Uh Tell the people who you are, what you do. Got five, you know, five to eight minutes. Make it, you know. See, tell yeah. tell the audience a little bit about yourself. So what's going on, everyone? Uh, um, my name is Nino Shamo. I've been doing dropshipping for almost a year now. Um, I failed for like eight months. And the funny thing is, on the day of my birthday, September eighteenth, two thousand eighteen, was the day I made my first like profitable day. So I failed for a like, full eight months, no sales. But on the day of my birthday, was my first successful day where I made five hundred dollars in revenue. <laughs> Right, and ever since then it's just been uh, profitable, scaling, and all going well. Of course, I face some obstacles in every business. There's obstacles, of course. Um, you gotta overcome them. And um, as the months progressed, I figured why not help other people start their own e-commerce businesses. So I started to make my own programs. I don't have a course just because I don't believe like there's as much value in it. Um, I, f- I see more value in actual consulting and hopping on calls, uh, going on like. Um, Skype calls, sharing people's screens, uh, show them what's going on, and actually guiding them. And that's where people actually see, like, that's how I saw success. I bought so many courses, and I didn't see success until I actually got a mentor. Because when you get a mentor, you get to ask them questions. Uh, and they show you what's up, what's going on, right? When you have a course, it's just whatever in the course. So if you have a question, sometimes they may have a group chat, but it's not as good as having a mentor, right? So I don't have a course, but I do have mentorship programs, and um, that was another business. Just like consulting and helping people out, and that's been good too. I want to jump in real quick, and now uh, you go next. Yeah. I want to. So, who were you as a child? Like, what did you do? So, like, were you into sports? Um, yeah. <laughs> were you into sports? Were you into like what were you? What were you as a kid? So yeah, I used to play soccer and basketball, and the year I turned fourteen, I got my refing license to go ahead and ref games as a job because I never ever liked the idea of working hourly. Right, so I was like, another way of making money would be would be refing. I saw my neighbor doing it; he was making pretty good money. So I'm like, why not I do it? Um, they pay like 20 bucks, 30 bucks, depending on what league uh, you're refing per game. Soccer, right? Yeah, soccer. And you're from you're from Canada. Exactly. Gotcha. So and during the winter, obviously, since there's snow and stuff, we do it indoors. Yeah. Okay. And um, I I was able to save up a thousand dollars 
and that's how I was able to start my dropshipping business. And th this is this is actually important to the story because um, a lot of people are scared to invest into Facebook ads. But see, I took that thousand dollars I had in my personal bank account, my youth account, and just spent it all on Facebook. Had no idea what I was doing, just learning from YouTube and stuff like that, like courses. And I made I didn't I didn't find a way to product to profit off of, so I kind of lost it all. And then I came across this opportunity. That that was like my point that I was like. I don't think entrepreneurship is for me because, like, think about it. My mom was shocked too. I had a thousand in my bank. I worked the whole summer rapping all these games, and I just blew it all. But then I came across this opportunity with high ticket affiliate marketing, this company, and the skill. And I got a mentor for that too. And the skills I learned um, helped me with sales, right? Like when I close some clients, like I also run ads for businesses. I don't really have like a social media marketing agency. I kind of do it for like businesses in my area, and so I, I pretty much. Learn the good skill of closing deals because I'm able to transfer like the emotion of uh, of showing them what the value is in the product and trying to give to them, right? So yeah. I think the play marketing helped me to get money and it also helped me gain a skill. So in terms of money, I was able to make $500 a week for about a month. So at the end of um, August, I had four grand, right, in my in my personal bank. And my mom was like, "Keep doing this because it's good, but <laughs> it's not like dropshipping because dropshipping is so automated." Right? Yeah. But especially when you start scaling. For this high ticket affiliate, high ticket affiliate thing, I was messaging people, calling people, like almost maybe not all day long, but it took up a few hours of my day to close a few deals, right? And I was like, no, I wanna, I wanna actually take this four grand and put it back into Facebook ads. And again, September went by, half of September was September 15th, still nothing. And then on my birthday, September 18th, I made my first 500 dollars day. Jeez, man, that's awesome. So before we get into more of like the details. What kind of got you interested in, you know, entrepreneurship? You know, all making a having a business online, like just drop shipping. Like, how did you go from, you know, playing sports to then now I'm gonna try to just I'm gonna spend all my thousand dollars that I saved up on ads, lose it all, and then I'm gonna keep doing it. Like, what kind of got you your mindset to where you wanted that you were interested in that? Was it videos? Was it like what was it? So it's kind of funny because all of that happened at once. So. I came across Dan Bilzerian's Instagram page. Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> I, like, I was like, damn, I want to look like that guy. And like that same week, I watched Wolf of Wall Street. And, and it's, not, it's not like I want to scam people or like, do thoughts, but like I want to live like with nice Lambos and boats and all that, right? Um, and that, making money ethically. And then this is like this was crazy because the same week all this stuff happened, I came across Alex Becker. Have you guys seen those? I don't know who who is it. Who is it? Alex Becker. No. Oh yeah, I've heard about him. Never. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah. He runs like so many YouTube ads teaching people dropshipping. So I was like, I'm so used to seeing Ty Lopez. So I'm like, who's this new guy? Yeah. Right. So I went ahead, I checked it out, and the business model that he explained. Obviously, at the end of the free live stream, free live training, he pitched like a two thousand dollar course. Yeah. I didn't buy that. I didn't have two thousand ready to blow. But um, I learned enough to understand that the business model did sound legit. Think about it: making wholesale products, only only selling, only like delivering them once you actually make the sale. And it got my attention because the only risk would be the cost of ads, mm -hmm. which isn't that bad. Right? Yeah. And yeah, it all happened that week. <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. So and so the Al the Alex Becker thing that was kind of the high ticket thing, right? No, Alex Becker was a dropshipping. Okay, I so dropshipping for the eight months I failed. You and failed then, like, that, and then high ticket. Yeah, a month I did high ticket uh, affiliate marketing, got success with that, then I did dropshipping. So the high ticket, um, just for affiliate marketing, just for people that don't really understand it, 
kind of like explain, you know, what really is affiliate marketing and how, you know, it's really not costing you anything. Um, and like what, what kind of percentages were you making on a sale and like how many you had to do to really, you know, make that four or two grand, whatever you said earlier per month. Yeah. Yeah. So what I did, it wasn't traditional, like a free marketing that's taught in courses, like those ones where you work as an affiliate for Walmart and Amazon. It was actually this digital company and they offered, um, it was hundred percent commission and the client, when they, when they purchased it from me, they have to pay a 10% admission fee to that company. So there's different packages. And say if I were to sell a $500 package, I'd get that $500 commission, but the person I'm signing it to would have to pay $550, $500 for me and $50 to the company. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I, would, I was making two sales a week and that's how I was able to make 4 k Nice. Dang. Nice. So I got a question. And about, we have, did we have somebody uh, on talking about dropshipping before? I feel like we had. Yeah, probably. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, Sergio. Oh, Sergio was talking about a little bit. Do you know Sergio Centino? No. No, you don't? Okay. I just thought you guys knew each other through Anthony. But um, what I want to ask you is, so for the listeners out there, and I'm sure somebody may be listening who wants to do, wait, it's, I'm going to ask you this question right now. Is dropshipping dead to you? No, not if you do it right. So what? why do you say that? The people who say it's dead are the ones who aren't seeing success with it. Because think about it like this. Within that eight months of me feeling, I could have went out there and said dropshipping is dead. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Instead, I kept going at it. Yeah. So, so it's the people who fit, that's it. Gotcha. And so, uh, for the people who are about to quit, that may be listening to this right now, and they want, or they want to get into dropshipping, how can they start now? Like, how can they start with little funds and like really learn the system and get into it the way you did? Like, what's the best way? Is it to start off dropshipping, or is it to start off high ticket items, or is it to start off affiliate? Like, what is it? What do they need to do? Okay. So a lot of the stuff is on YouTube. But the one thing like YouTube videos and all these like gurus lack teaching for free is Facebook ads. So I would say you can learn website development from like on Shopify, um, from YouTube. You can learn what apps you need to use. Um, it, it's kind of like what apps would deliver value to the customer. So like people who use countdown timers, I don't see the value in that. It's like kind of like spam. I mm-hmm. used to use them, but I saw my conversion rate going up once I deleted it. Right. So it's all like testing different variables, different different apps, different things and seeing what's gonna work for you. It, it, it's different for everyone. Um, but stuff like website development, maybe your product research, uh, you can learn off YouTube, but I recommend you get like some sort of mentor or uh, some sort of program to teach you Facebook ads. But mentor especially. So um, a lot of the things that I'm seeing um, and just in this space is, you know, there's some people are saying, you gotta have just a single product store. You gotta have a, a general product store. You gotta have a branded store. So. Yeah. Based off of your experience, yeah, and white labeling. So based off of your experience, what is like a lot of people are still just sticking and pumping, like just grinding with the product stores, just single product stores or just general product stores. What has had the what have you like? What have you done that's been the most successful for you in that? Yeah. So what I do is I do it. I have a general store Mm -hmm. and I test products on there. Um, And when I find a winner product, I scale it on that general store, but I also make a new store. For that for that winter product mm-hmm. and add products related to that product and hopefully every product on there starts getting sales so what's the so based on like so what's the most important thing when you're when you're out there testing right you're testing how, I mean how many products do you test at a time um depends honestly some weeks I'm more hungrier than others <laughs> yeah <laughs> so when you're testing the products what do you want to look at um, as you're going through it and like the first couple of days of these products to see like what are your outliers, what are your indicators 
on what is like you know a winning product or a potential to be a winning product, and what are you just going to cut immediately? Okay, so there's there's three there's three main factors when I'm looking for a product. The first one is like eye-catching detail like for the product images, stuff that your eye like just catches when swinging through AliExpress or whatever your product research method is. So like an image that just catches your eye. Mm-hmm. The second thing I look for is at least three x profit margin. Like at least you can at least sell it for triple the price, right? And the third thing, I would say you can't find in like gas stations or like stores. You can't find in stores. Yeah. Okay. Those are the three main main keys I look. So when it comes to um, you start scaling an item, right? You've gotten some sales with that. Um, how much more do you do when so like? I'm sure you go and you build another product store that's just a single product store because you got a winning product from your general store. So yeah. then when it comes to that, how many different variations do you test with ads, like different ad sets or different audiences once you kind of have a product that's starting to do its thing? So what I do is I test with seven different ad sets, uh, one inches per ad set, and I wait to see if by $5 at least an ad set will have an active card, mm-hmm. right? And Let's say um, two out of those seven have an active cart before five dollars. I keep them. So the other five I turn off. Now I'm left with two ad sets. Now I wait till it reaches sixty percent of the break-even point without a sale before I cut it. Because if it reaches that, then I'll have forty percent profit, mm-hmm. um, not including like cost of goods. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of what I. That those are the kind of rules that I play by. Mm-hmm. And also, if I see like the cost per click like, going maybe a dollar fifty, two dollars, and I cut it. Mm-hmm. So, and if I see that's not working, I duplicate it uh, three to five times. And if I do five times, at least two out of those five work for me. Mm-hmm. And from then, I duplicate those into a higher budget. And then at what point do you, like, because those are, you know, manual targeting. You're just picking interest on those when you're testing. At what point do you transition over to uh, Facebook Pixel? Like, at what point do you start letting the Facebook Pixel do its thing? I usually wait until a thousand clicks and I do a link click. Uh, look like audience, mm-hmm. and then from there I just keep going like uh, add to cart, initiate checkout, purchases, even video views. Okay. It's a, uh, yeah. So like in general, like how many purchases on a product would it t- like in general? I don't know, like the thousand link clicks. Like how many purchases would you wait for until you start to try to test that pixel? It depends, honestly, because say if a product is I see it dying out early, but it was making me good profit, and I'll like. All of a sudden, a week later, I start to see the cost of purchase increase by a lot. Then I'm like, okay, time to hit the lookalikes. I don't care how many purchases it has. Mm-hmm. I want to see the lookalikes work. Um, but if it keeps going, then I'm just gonna wait till like I have more data, like thousand five hundred maybe. Okay, cool. I have a question, and just because I don't, I don't know like a lot about like Brandon knows this stuff because he's in he's in the trenches on a day to day basis. So yeah. my question um, would be, what's something that uh, what's some advice because I want to try to bring value to the audience what's some advice that you can give somebody or stuff that you've seen that not a lot of people not a lot of gurus or people on videos on YouTube or or coaches mentors talk about that you think a lot of people need to understand about this dropshipping thing that's that's really beneficial like what's something that not a lot of people talk about but you know works yeah so one thing people need to understand is that even though the, the business model is very simple it's not easy to master takes a lot of practice just like everything, right? Um, it's very simple to understand, like taking wholesale products, marketing them on Facebook, selling them once you get that sale. 
But people gotta understand, to find those products that sell, it's gonna take a lot of testing, a lot of practice, a lot of, like some people have mastered it so well that they can look at a product and be like, okay, this is gonna sell. I'm not at that level yet. Yeah. Uh, but pe people have been able to achieve that, and the only reason is because they spend so much money on Facebook that they know what's working, what's not working, what niches are working, what's not working. So okay. that's a, that's a, that brings me to another that's question. Is, um, so for someone that's just getting started, uh, you said you were testing, the, you know, it depends on your, the week, how many products you're testing. For someone that says, you know, they've got $1,000 to put into trying to do a general product dropshipping store, how many, like, is it possible, do you think, that um, they can successfully test different products? Um, like, how many products does it take until, you know, you find that winning product? Like, like what, you know, like, how someone, many that's, store visits? someone that's yeah. curious about it, you know, like, if they have $1,000, is it even worth it jumping in and trying to test products, or what do you think? That's a great question. Yeah, I've actually had a student, I've had maybe three or four students succeed with $1,000 ad budgets, and the reason why they do succeed is because I recommend them, instead of doing $5, um, $5 budgets per asset, do three instead. And start cutting it earlier. Instead of waiting for the cost per click to reach two dollars before you cut it, wait till it reaches one. Like if it passes a dollar without a click, cut it. You know, it's all about um, setting your expectations right based off of your budget. So if you have a one thousand dollar budget, you're not gonna make ten k in a day, mm -hmm. right? That is like, unrealistic. Yeah. You kind of gotta like tailor your expectations to what results you can see. And I mean, once again, just do low budget. Start cutting assets earlier um, if your budget's low. Makes sense. I mean, that's great. Um, I have one more. I had a question that I. So what? Okay. So you know, you're doing e-commerce right now. You're you're help. You're you're doing a little student work. You know, um, helping people succeed with drop shipping. You're su obviously succeeding in drop shipping. Um, what is your? What are you looking at? Like in the five year window? Like what? What are you? Where are you trying to be? Are you trying to stay in drop shipping forever? Like what? What's going on in your head with like you know where you want to be? I mean, you're only sixteen. Yeah. So. I kind of want to take it to the next level. I want to kind of stop drop shipping soon and go more into like a brand that I can sell for like a few million. Yeah. Right. Um, I see like brands like um, what's that one that sells like gym outfits? Oh, like Gym Shark or Athlete? Athlete, Gym Shark. Gym Shark, yeah. Gym Shark, yeah. Um, uh, Zoffel too. Yep. Fashionova. Um, uh, mm -hmm. Those are really really successful brands. So I kind of want to kind of want to learn about more about branding. I've never even done white labeling. Yeah. Like putting my logo on a product. Just because I'm like, if I'm going to do that, I'd rather just do full on brand. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do that soon. I mean, obviously it's more expensive because it's not like you're testing products. It's more like you just got to market it. How right well way. do you yeah. brand? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that takes a lot of money to brand properly. So that, that's, the word, that's where I see myself. I also see myself doing something in the state, like buying pre-built condos. Because in my area, there's a lot. Start investing in those houses, stuff like that. Yeah. Anything to make money legally. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, that's Illegally. good. That's good. Illegally. And you're, and you're 16, right? And you're about yeah. to turn 17. So, so what are you? Uh, so are you like a sophomore in high school? Yeah, 12th grade. Oh, so you're a senior in high school. Senior, yeah. 16? Hey, that's early. Wait, so you guys must do it a little different in Canada. Yeah, it is. It is. I think my cousins are in the U.S. and it's a bit different because my cousin was born the same. Um, same year as me, but he's a year like a year younger in school. Yeah, that's 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 what got me. But um, all right. So tell us a little bit about what you do in your your per like on your off time. What do you do in your personal life? What's something that you really like to do? That well, yeah, let you ask the question. But like, what's something you really like to do on your off time other than 
you know, hustle. Yeah, yeah. So I like playing yeah. sports. I, I play a lot of basketball, especially in Cairo. Like you got to take advantage of all the sunny days. <laughs> I, like, I like driving around in the Camaro. Hopefully that'll get to a Lambo soon. <laughs> are you are you a big car person? Yeah, like people say it's materialistic and all that, but I always like cars. Yeah. If I looked at a Lambo and I didn't know the price, I'd be like, damn, that's funny. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always like them. Um, so I noticed a lot of people even say it's kind of like a waste of money when you buy a 25 or whatever. But I mean, if, it, if it's your interest, it's not kind of a waste of money. I mean, look, if it makes you happy, Facts, then bro. do it, you know? If you're buying it for the wrong reason, like you can buy it to show off to your teacher who said you're not going to be and, successful. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell yeah. you, so like, <laughs> this is something that I see every day, like on Instagram and stuff is like leveraging. So like I see a lot of people that like, be, they say they're a Shopify guru. They've had a little bit of success, right? And then they go and like, I don't know like how legit it is, but like, you know how you can get like Shopify capital um, and like PayPal capital based off of like how many sales you're able to do with your dropshipping stores. Like if you're at high numbers, um, I've heard, I've heard of people that will take those like PayPal and Shopify capital, like, you know, options and take that and put it into a down payment on their Lamborghini or on their I8, like, and not really have the money. Right. <laughs> and then go and like stunt it on Instagram and then turn it into, you know, course sales or it mentorship. Like it's, it's, it's crazy that way. But I mean, people do it. And like, I think that's like where you're saying, like, you know, you want to get a Lamborghini if not for the right, re like not for the wrong reason. And I think yeah. that's kind of for the wrong reason, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. Stunting it for a course. I mean, if you can't buy like three of it, don't buy one of them. I like right. that. I like that. Yeah. You say what you say. If you can't buy three of it, don't buy one of it. That's exactly what I. I was talking to somebody the other. Day, I don't even know who it was, but I was like, Jay Z said that if you can't afford it three times, you shouldn't yeah. buy. Jay, I was like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so I have one more question. Tell us something that a lot of people uh, don't know about you. A lot of people don't know about me. Cause you know your friends and stuff might maybe listen to this podcast. Something that they don't know. I'm a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hey, are you on TikTok? No, I'm not on TikTok, but like on my Instagram feed, I, I, it's not really a fun. Like you don't see a funny character, but in person, it's like I'm, I'm cracking. You're all business on Instagram, my guy. I understand <laughs> it. I was just on a podcast earlier, and I was telling him I was like Instagram, Twitter, like all these places. They only get to see only segments of the life. Like they don't get to hang out with me on the weekend when I'm partying with the guys at a football game yeah, or yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. uh but I kinda wanna start putting more stuff out there like that. I think you should too. But yeah, that's you're a funny guy, huh? Yeah. yeah. What what do you what do you think like are you in a, into different entertainment? What do you think is so funny? Just the way you well, hang like, out with your friends and stuff, like just what the is jokes or whatever. Well just like doing like doing like teen stuff. Yeah, I got you. I, I, it keeps blowing my mind that you're sixteen. Yeah. Like I just I feel like I'm 16 too still. I don't know, man. I do. I do. I'm I mean, really I, still, I still feel young, I'm but like 20. but when he said 16, I thought I was like, "Damn, that's 4 years younger than yeah. me." And he's doing this at 16. That's pretty incredible. Thank you. But um yeah, uh, is there any question? Do we have any questions here? Did anybody ask There was a question? couple, but I already asked them like throughout the Oh, thing. Yeah. that was great. Um so do you have anything you want to ask the people, the audience? Um, it's an array of people, but any question that you have that's on your mind? Yeah, I mean, like, if anyone has any questions or um, any interest in, like, dropshipping or, yeah, in general, have any questions, just hit me up on Instagram. Yeah, I well, know people for free. It's not like I'm just going to pitch you, you know, and, buy my program. And that's everything, bro. Like, the lot, a lot of stuff that you said really, like, 
I really mess with you about like like when you said ethical, making money the right way, doing things the right way, and then you just said free, like you want to help people. Mm-hmm. That means a lot to me. So I definitely want to create a, like a relationship with you. But yeah, so anybody that's listening right now, if you want to hit up Nino's, hit them up. Uh, we're we'll gonna leave the we'll leave, leave the Instagram in the show notes. Yep, and we'll we'll market. And um, if you have any questions about drop shipping, if you want to get into it, if you have any questions about your stores and stuff, um, he's pretty knowledgeable about it. So hit him up. And uh, you know, Nino's, we thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. And uh, we wish you the very best and so much success, brother.